Hello all you film freaks and movie maniacs out there. My name is Nolan Carr and I'd like to welcome you to the go-to podcast for all things cinema. But before you can ask any questions, just sit back, relax, as I present to you a Strawline Studio Productions Critiquing with Carr. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Critiquing with Carr and another episode of Memorable Movie Mondays. I'm so happy you're back with us again for another exceptional review this week. As always, if you've enjoyed the podcast up until now, do us a favor by subscribing on YouTube following on the audio platforms, clicking that heart or like button, turn on post notifications so you're up to date on those platforms when new episodes release, as well as clicking that share button so you can continue to grow the podcast with all your friends and family. Also, if you're on other ways of staying up to date with news and updates regarding the podcast, do us a favor by sending us a follow on Instagram at Critiquing with Car. On this week's edition of the show, we have probably one of my favorite movies, if not certainly one of my favorite sequels of all time. That's because the movie we're reviewing for you today on Memorable Movie Monday in Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Starting off as the director of this movie is Irving Kirshner. The screenplay was written by Lee Brackett and Lawrence Kasdan. The story was by George Lucas. It was produced by Gary Kurtz, and the stars of this film were as follows. Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Billy D. Williams, Anthony Daniels, David Prowse, Kenny Baker, Peter Mayhew, and Frank Oz. Cinematography was done by Peter Shashitsky. The movie was edited by Paul Hirsch. The music was done by John Williams. The production company of this film was Lucasfilm, and it was distributed by 20th Century Fox. It was released on May 6, 1980 at the Dominion Theater, and on May 21st of 1980 in the United States. The runtime of this movie is just over two hours at 124 minutes. The budget for this movie was $30.5 million, and the box office total was between $538 and $549 million. The accolades for this film were as follows. At the Academy Awards... Norman Reynolds, Leslie Dilley, Harry Lange, and Alan Tompkins were nominated for Best Art and Set Direction. Bill Varney, Steve Maslow, Greg Landaker, and Peter Sun were nominated for Best Sound. John Williams was nominated for Best Original Score. And Brian Johnson, Richard Edlund, Dennis Murin, and Bruce Nicholson were winners of the Special Achievement Award for Visual Effects. At the Saturn Awards, it was nominated for Best Director for Irving Kirshner. It was nominated for Best Writing for Lee Brackett and Lawrence Kasdan. It was nominated for Best Actor for Mark Hamill. It was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Billy D. Williams. It was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for Carrie Fisher. It was nominated for Best Music for John Williams. It was nominated for Best Special Effects for Brian Johnson, Richard Edlin, Dennis Muir, and Bruce Nicholson. It was a winner for Best Science Fiction Film. At the Hugo Awards, it was nominated for Best Dramatic Presentation for Irving Kirshner, George Lucas, Lee Brackett, and Lawrence Kasdan. And finally, at the Grammy Awards, the only nomination they had was for Best Album of Original Score Written for a Motion Picture or Television Special for John Williams. And now it comes time to listing off the top 10 highest grossing films of that year being 1980. Coming at number 10 was The Blues Brothers, who was distributed by Universal Pictures. The lead actors were John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. The total worldwide gross was $57.2 million. Coming at number 9 was The Blue Lagoon. It was distributed by Columbia Pictures. The lead actors were Brooke Shields and Christopher Atkins. The total worldwide gross was $58.8 million. Coming at number 8 was Smoking the Bandit 2. It was distributed by Universal Pictures. Lead actors were Burt Rounds and Sally Field. The total worldwide gross was $66.1 million. Coming number seven was Coal Miner's Daughter. It was distributed by Universal Pictures. Lead actors were Sissy Spasek and Tommy Lee Jones. The total worldwide gross was $67.2 million. Coming number six was Private Benjamin. It was distributed by Warner Bros. Pictures. Lead actors were Goldie Hawn. The total worldwide gross was $69.8 million. Coming number five was Any Which Way You Can. It was distributed by Warner Bros. Pictures. Lead actors were Clint Eastwood and Sandra Locke. The total worldwide gross was $70.7 million. Coming number four was Airplane. It was distributed by Paramount Pictures. Lead actors were Robert Hayes and Julie Haggerty. 
The total worldwide gross was $83.4 million. Company number three was Star Crazy. It was distributed by Columbia Pictures. The lead actors were Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. The total worldwide gross was $101.3 million. Company number two was 9 to 5. It was distributed by 20th Century Fox. The lead actors were Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and Dolly Parton. The total worldwide gross was $103.3 million. And company number one is the highest grossing film of 1980 was Empire Strikes Back. It was distributed by 20th Century Fox. The lead actors were Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher. And the total worldwide gross was $547 million. And now, for the moment you've all been waiting for, my review of Empire Strikes Back. In the moment, the iconic opening crawl and John Williams' triumph score filled the screen, viewers are transported into the heart of the Star Wars universe. The opening sequence on the icy planet of Hoth immediately grabs your attention with the thrilling action and stunning visuals that set the stage for the epic adventure to come. The Snow Yeti sequence is nothing short of a legendary, a testament to the film's enduring impact on cinema history. Empire Strikes Back excels in its rich character development and world building. Han Solo, portrayed by Harrison Ford, shines as a reluctant hero, while Luke Skywalker's journey of self-discovery is both poignant and compelling. Their introduction of new characters, such as the wise Jedi Master Yoda and charming Lando Calrissian, add depth and complexity to the narrative, enriching the Star Wars mythology. Darth Vader's ominous presence looms large throughout the film. His iconic ship, the Executor, serves as a symbol of the Empire's power and dominance. However, it's not just the heroes and the villains who shine in Empire Strikes Back. The background action and intricate set designs elevate the film to new heights, immersing viewers in a fully realized galaxy teeming with life and detail. At its core, Empire Strikes Back explores themes of friendship, sacrifice, and the struggle against tyranny. The film's darker tone set it apart from its predecessor, delving deeper into the moral complexities of the Star Wars universe. The Battle of Hoth showcases the Empire's overwhelming might, while the emotional climax on Cloud City leaves viewers on the edge of their seats. However, the film is not without its flaws. While the Dagobah sequence is undeniably iconic, some viewers may find it dragged on a bit too long, detracting from the overall pacing of the film. Additionally, the limited screen time given to characters like Lando Calrissian and the Bounty Hunters leaves much to be desired, leaving their potential untapped. In conclusion, Star Wars Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back, is a cinematic masterpiece that continues to stand the test of time. With its compelling characters, stunning visuals, and epic storytelling, the film remains a shining example of the power of the Star Wars saga. While not without its flaws, Empire Strikes Back is a must-watch for fans of the franchise and newcomers alike. And that's why I am so proud to give this film 9 out of 10 on the Diamond Dave scale. With that being said, if you've enjoyed this week's edition of Predicting with Car, do us a favor by subscribing on YouTube, following on the audio platforms, clicking that heart or like button, turn on the post notification button so you're up to date with new episodes released on those platforms, as well as clicking that share arrow to help continue to grow the podcast with all your friends and family. If you want other ways of staying up to date with podcasts in terms of news and updates regarding episodes, do us a favor by also following on Instagram at Critiquing with Car. With that being said, my film breaks the cinephiles. Happy viewing.